Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. It is Wednesday, July 15th, 2020, and I'm your host, Molly McCartney. For those who don't know me, I'm a spiritual life coach, intuitive medium, and energetic therapist based in Orlando, Florida, and my mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you're dealing with. So I do this through private sessions in person and by phone all around the world. You can check out my website at mollymccartney.com or follow me on Instagram at Empower Your Wisdom and Facebook Molly McCartney to learn more. And a little update before I begin, uh, the live version of this show will now be open by invitation only. So before it was up on Podbean, anybody could come in. But um, if you're listening to an archive or if you are a Podbean listener that gets the update after it comes out, please um, go to mollymccartney.com slash podcast and sign up for updates at the bottom of the page to get direct invitations to the live stream. So and before I go on, can someone give me a little hello in the chat and let me know that you can hear me? <laughs> Sometimes my sound isn't isn't that great. So I want to make sure that that I can uh, I can be heard. All right. I see David. Thank you so much. Hello. Um, that's my honey, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Um, so now on with the show. I've done my little update and uh, we have a couple people in the live stream. Um, feel free to enter questions or comments at any time and I'll come back to them when it's time to take a look at calls and um, comments. Otherwise, just enjoy. Um, I prepared uh, a little talk to you today about practicing fortitude in times of rebirth. And um, there's there's really no um, question that we're going through a collective rebirth right now, and um, we need a lot of fortitude. But you may be going through something on a personal level as well. Um, as I've started to work with people again after the shutdown, um, getting back into the world and back into life a little bit, I am seeing that you know even though the world is falling apart, we still have our own personal stuff that we're dealing with on many levels. So it's important to remember the message I'm giving today and and anytime I do these shows and anytime I do anything is that um, it's important to consider your spirituality, your faith, your intuition, um, uh, that really important part of you, no matter what you're going through on the outside. So I want to read a story to you today. And this was sent to me by a client and colleague um, a while ago. And I, I took a little break in June. I would have read it long before now, but I thought I'm going to read this on my podcast. So thank you, Ed, if you're out there listening for this story who was sent to him by another friend. So um, it starts with this, just an introduction. The story uh, seems to help us see that there is much more to reality than only what we commonly experience. If we limit ourselves to believing that only this reality is truth, we create boundaries and limitations and understanding life in its totality. So I don't know if, if Ed's friend wrote that or what, but that's gorgeous because it's very true. Um, and the story is, is very interesting. So here's the story. In a mother's womb, there were twin babies who started to have a conversation. One asked the other, do you believe in life after delivery? The other replies simply, why, of course, there has to be something after delivery. Maybe we're here to prepare ourselves for what we will be later and grow into a larger way to experience life. Nonsense, says the other. There is no life after delivery. How would we know that there's anything after delivery? The other one softly says, I don't know, but I feel that there will be more light than here. Maybe we will walk with our legs and eat from our mouths. 
The other other one exclaims, this is absurd. Walking is impossible and eat with our mouths. That's just ridiculous. The umbilical cord supplies nutrition. After life after delivery is a very silly and childish idea. Now the other one continues. I think there is something and maybe it's different than it is here. The other replies perplexed. No one has ever come back from there. Delivery is the end of life. And in the after delivery, there is nothing but darkness and anxiety, and it takes us nowhere. Well, I don't know, says the other, but certainly we will see mother and she will take care of us. Mother? The other one shouts, you believe in mother? Where is she now? She's all around us, replies the other baby. It is in her heart that we live. It's in her that we live. Without her, there would be no world around us. Frustrated, the other one says, I don't see her, so it's only logical that she doesn't exist. To which the other replied, Sometimes, when you're in silence, you can hear her. You can perceive her. I believe this reality in the womb is just part of life, and when we listen quietly, we can hear that expanded reality of delivery, too. So I think that's a a really cool story, Um, not only, you know, to think of babies even having this consciousness in the womb, which you never know, but just us as constantly changing beings, constantly going through one transformation or another, we're we're always growing. So that means we're not the same as we were a year ago, 10 years ago. We're not the same as we were as children. And even since then, we've physically changed. Uh, We even continue to physically change, even though we don't really we can't kind of watch it in a mirror, but if you look through a photo album, you can kind of watch yourself change over the years. So we're constantly in this flux. And like I said uh, before I read the story, there's little doubt that we're in a time of collective adversity and change. So, you know, we have the COVID-19 shutdowns, we have arguments about masks, we have conspiracy theories, information wars, politically charged environment of an election year, several social movements, uh, you know, uprisings coming on to, to bring balance into society happening all at once and environmental issues are still an ongoing problem. So these are the kind of catastrophes and and changes and rebirths going on all around us. And we're sitting here in this womb of change. And we also have our personal changes and, and maybe chaotic, chaotic patterns going on around us as well. And so which baby do you want to be in this change? Do you want to believe it's always going to be this way? And there is no life after after 2020 or that, you know, this is the end days, which it kind of seems like to, to some people, or is there uh, something, uh, an awkward period that we're going through before maybe even a, a worse period of delivery and getting through it until we see the light of a new day, who knows, or it could just simply keep flowing, get better and a little worse, get better and a little worse. If we look at life, it's always going in and out of this this darkness and light, darkness and light, change and rebirth. So I actually looked up, I mean, I love the word fortitude. I use it a lot, um, especially when it comes to people going through difficult changes as we do on the spiritual path. When you are awakening, when you're wanting to be better, when you're wanting to evolve, it's imperative that um, you go through dark times. And that's what the dark night of the soul is for. That's what uh, challenges to your own consciousness are for. Um, And when we're in those times, the word fortitude comes up as something you must have in order to get through it to foresee yourself into the future. And it has to do with patience, 
trust, and courage. So the actual dictionary definition of fortitude is courage in pain or adversity. And the example they give is she endured her illness with great fortitude. So to me, if I envision an archetype or a character that is fortitude, it's a very calm, gentle presence that maybe is experiencing great pain of, of, of some kind or another, or the storm is whipping around this you know, lighthouse of a being, and it knows that things will clear up. It knows that things will change. So there's no reason to get very upset. There's no reason to get into the deep negativity of doubt and, and worry. Um, it's really going to be better for you if you can stay in that space of belief, of faith, and of courage, which is simply trusting. So we'll get into, I've got some homework this time around if, if you choose to um, participate for your own good, uh, but we'll get, get into that later about practicing some faith in everyday life. But yeah, so so a minute ago, I, I mentioned all these things that we're going through, and, and I was doing these live shows, of course, every week for, I think, nine weeks. I think I did nine shows total um, during the COVID-19 shutdown, the, the original coronavirus pandemic stuff, and we're still in it. But that was, you know, the, the collective world getting quiet. And I thought, well, what better time to join my friends online um, than that time? And in June, I took a little break, um, started working on getting my local work together a little bit more and some other online offerings. And so much happened, and I had so much to say but I thought maybe it's better to let this marinate, you know, to let the movements marinate, to let the political charged environment marinate, and to also allow people to get back into their personal worlds as things start to open up. And now we have a little bit more to talk about than the shock and awe of, of all the changes going on around us. So um, are we in the end of days or not? I'm wondering what anybody thinks if anyone's in the chat. I'd love to hear what you think about, um, you know, these crazy happenings that seem to be predicted long ago. Um, and if you are feeling positive or if you're overwhelmed by what's happening, if you're sensitive, you're probably feeling a lot of pressure, you're feeling the chaos. So so share with me how you feel. And, and even if, if those out there, um, once I post the podcast, you can post in the comments uh, what comes to you with this. Because some would say we feel like we're in this phase of we can't go any further with the way we are. Uh, so just like babies in the womb that will be delivered, there's got we've got to be delivered into something after this. So what what is that going to look like? And do we have any conscious decision on how we're going to intend it to be? Um, because to me, I don't really feel like there's ever really an ending to consciousness, to energy. Energy can't be created or destroyed. And and maybe humans won't always be here on the planet. Um, I feel like we'll be here for a while, by the way, but we might not always be here, but there will always be something and our energy will become something else. So it's really interesting to open up your mind to even, um, even that level of continuation. And to me, there's a great humility and imagining that your energy goes on and on and on and on and gets reborn and changes and grows and transforms not only in this life, but in the next life and then on into other types of life. Um, it's just it's just a fun thought process. And to me, uh, in my experience, my spirit guides have shown me that this is indeed what happens. So it's good just to enjoy the ride. That's what they always say. Enjoy the ride. Or if you feel like you're um, wanting things to change and they're not, then feel like you're in a waiting room. What would you do to keep yourself occupied in a waiting room? 
a lot of us are feeling that waiting room feeling right now in 2020 as um, maybe we're not in a global shutdown, but many people are still staying home. They're still being careful. And if you're trying to go out, you're noticing it's not the same as it was. So we feel like we're in this waiting room. Um, and in that time, I'm sure you've, you've become very clear or started to become clear about changes that need to be made in your own life. So remember, remember, remember that with every end comes a new beginning and so on. So in your personal life, the way things have shifted this year, whether you've had job changes or relationship changes or just internal shifts and even gone through some difficult emotions or dark places, um, just know that it's all connected. There's a reason for it all. And, and I believe, as I said in, in a much earlier show during the shutdown, that the earth and, and spirit and the universe is it was putting us on pause giving us a reset. And then now that everything's opened up, we're, we're kind of getting a diagnostic, you know, this is, these are all the things that are out of balance. And there are many egos out there that are going to keep, keep the imbalance there because they get a payoff from it. But what if more and more of us find the balance within, find new ways to exist and new ways to live? Um, there's just so many possibilities. So I would advise you believe in yourself and those changes you've been called to walk into and that rebirth that you're going through on a personal level right now. So for those who are sensitive and feeling the heaviness and stress of the world, um, be, be very aware too that all these collective changes can really wreak havoc on your personal life. Um, you may not even be watching the news. You may not even be talking to anybody about it. But because it's a collective field that we're experiencing, and it's very much an upheaval right now, um, the contractions before delivery, I, so I would suppose, um, you know, take care of yourself and make sure you're taking time to get into water or be near water. That is very cleansing to, to the emotions, to work with the element of water. So take long cleansing baths and full head to toe showers. Um, that's one thing I like to do to really clear off the energy when I'm feeling just kind of slimed <laughs> by the world and slimed in general. If I'm just walking through um, circumstances where I feel like the energy is just unclear and I don't feel quite right, I'm a little moody, um, that's something that really helps. So you can do your sage clearing, you can do energy clearing, you can do, um, but baths are super simple and everyone, most people at least have access to a shower. If you're listening to the program, you probably have a shower or, or somewhere you can get in and just clear yourself clean and do it with intention. That's the most important part. So, um, it's, it's important to realize too, even when you're doing clearings and you're working on keeping yourself as a light and as a beacon of light in these times, and you're also trying to figure out your own path, that you can't just love and light this darkness away, the stuff that's going on. And when I say darkness, I don't mean, I mean, it is bad, but I don't, I'm not calling it bad in a judgmental way. I'm not calling it darkness and like, oh, it's evil and dark. I'm calling it darkness because we're just not sure. And in things that we were sure about before the pandemic hit, um, you know, have become so um, uncertain, you know, the, the way the world works, the way that our daily lives will, will be after this, the way that global, global trade and, and travel will be, we, we just don't know. So there's a lot of changes we're dealing with. And it's in, in a status quo kind of situation, which doesn't exist, by the way, we like have this illusion that there's normality in a routine and status quo that we get to, and it's just normal everyday life. But as we 
can see in this generation, it's very temporary because it can be taken away in a minute. And then the key is you're left with your inner self and your inner reality. So, so it's good to tend to that no matter what. So that is your status quo is whatever's going on inside, not outside. So I digress, but, um, going back to, um, to thinking about love and light and when things are copacetic and just moving along, you know, you can say, well, I'm just going to cancel clear to lead, or I'm going to, you know, love and light send send good vibes, good energy. And, and that's really nice. Um, if, if you do that, but when it comes to dealing with moodiness and chaos that comes in from outside, especially in these times we're in, it's important to grieve. So there's, it's going into the space of accepting that things have changed, you know, and, and grieving is, there's not a lot of love and light in greeting, grieving, love and light comes after, you know, it is, it is the reverse delivery where we're letting go of something and it's leaving us. We're not necessarily being born into a new face, but you know, our normal way of life that we knew is gone. And if you're going through uh, relationship changes or um, work changes or just internal shifts in, in a dark night on your own, you know that it's it's just really hard to feel cheerful or to feel on your best game. And, and just know that you're in the awkward phase of becoming before you are birthed into the new phase. And sometimes things, you know, leave before you get into that new phase. So it's grieving that. And, and there, here's some things to remember in order to find courage when you need it most in that time of grief. Um, it's that this change is temporary. All change is temporary. But change is also the only constant thing. That is one spiritual truth. If you can get that in your, in your, sealed in your conscious thoughts really clear, you will never be super shocked again when something big changes. You may go through that emotional jolt, like what? And then, but it's not going to be so disempowering that it it takes your your life force away. So make sure to remember that change is temporary, and it's also the only constant. Um, we're also always being born or dying to a new phase, or leaving an old one, or or we're somewhere in between. So instead of thinking that you know everything is fine and copacetic and neutral. And or it's not, you know, it's just, oh, this change came in and just ruined everything. Think about it in terms of the stream of your life. And we can just keep it simple and talk about this particular lifetime. We'll go into past lives and stuff in another show. But in this particular lifetime, you know, as things continue to shift and change, as your consciousness changes and your spirit grows and you grow into maturity, just notice how many times it has changed. And, and if you have any resentment towards that or, or you're struggling with that and, and things didn't stay copacetic, didn't stay the same the way you thought, just acknowledge that that is the nature of reality. And whether we experience the earthquakes early in life of change um, like I did, I experienced most, you know, lots of death in my family, lots of very quick changes and shocks, very, very young, about six years old, it just all ruptured. Um, and I've met people that really haven't experienced that level of shift and change until they retired or until, you know, um, they got into their adulthood and, and had their first depression or their first um, anxiety attack or something. And And so it happens at different times for everyone, but there is no normal, you know, there is no well, everybody's okay over there, but I'm not. 
And I think in these day, days and times, if you are on social media and getting snippets and highlight reels from people's lives, you may think there's there's this illusion that everyone's okay and doing fine and you're not. But remember, most people will post and share good things to to just share the good things. You know, some people want to look good, but other other times, if they're good, authentic people in your life, they just want you to join in the joy. Um, so it's really not about comparing yourself or your experience because um, there's always a shadow side to what is going on. There's always a challenge. Nothing is always just perfect. And um, and this is just a reminder. I know you know that. You're listening to the show. You're wise. You know that. But we forget. So So if you're going through these challenges right now and also just dealing with the global and collective challenges. Remember that. So um, you're another thing to remember um, to, to access courage in these times of change and rebirth is that your attitude towards change and transformation will make all the difference. So ego likes to have likes to know what to expect. My guides used to describe it as parameters, that it seeks parameters of reality. And once the ego, um, especially the mind of ego, which is your intellect, can judge the parameters and say, well, this is how I feel about this situation. And that's over there. That's not, I'm not including that. That's over there. That's other, the otherness. Um, and and I, I kind of get where my home begins and ends. I get where myself begins and ends. I get where this experience begins and ends. And, and I feel safe. But when things get shaken up, as they do in times of transformation and rebirth, the ego freaks out. <laughs> so that's when fear comes in because there's a big unknown and, and there may be some mm, instinctual ways it reacts to it that aren't, aren't very healthy for you. So one way is to, to give in to the fear, to give in to the darker feelings. Uh, another way is to lash out. Another way is, is to force things to stay the same or force change. Um, and this may be, you know, I'm talking to my listeners here, but this may be someone in your life that's trying to force you to do something or be a certain way. And so it's good to remember it's not just about you. This is the way ego mind works for everybody. And it's just this, I, I see it as a neutral, element in all of us if we if we choose to see it that way and don't take it too seriously and it can take over or it can it can defer and relax when you relax your mindset to your intuition then you can hear what your spirit is saying and you can connect to other people's hearts and spirits in a better way so the key is to know that your attitude towards the change if you give up resistance as they say, what you resist persists. So not resisting change, going with it, asking your spirit, okay, what do I need to do to have fortitude in this time? What do I need to do to be strong, to get the most out of it and, and get really still and listen to that and be with it and be okay with the uncomfortable feelings, then they will pass. Then they will, they will change you but that's the only way to get there. So and that's, that's honestly the real spiritual path. You know, we can, we love to talk about the really bright spots of the spiritual path and awakenings and wow, mind blowing concepts and, and, and angels and light and love. And it's just all around us. And of course it is. That's true. It is. And on a personal level, our ego is going to struggle with that because it doesn't have a really great parameter for that that field. It's its kind of unknown. It's still mysterious to us, even though we have shared experiences of, of knowing it. 
And um, that key is your mind is grounded in physical reality. So it needs to deal with the changes. And sometimes if you're not being real with that, you just kind of do what they call spiritual bypassing, and which tends to upset others, but it also really cheats you of your growth. And I'm, I'm really big. That's why I use the word wisdom, because to me, wisdom is spiritual maturity and saying, this is who I am as a being inside this, this human outfit and I'm growing and I want to serve others with, with what I learn. So that's giving wisdom away. And in this, this current culture we have, especially westernized culture of any kind, we don't have the, the kind of elder wisdom that, you know, tribal cultures once had in respecting that tribal wisdom that would come through the elder or the shaman. And, and I've been told by my guides, there's a lot of us out there that are meant to connect with it so we can share, so we can be an example of that in this new world, this new westernized world that's really overtaking the whole world. Unfortunately, a lot of tribal cultures are are going extinct or being, you know, integrated into the Western culture. So we we're losing that indigenous wisdom, which is, is such a shame. But the key is it exists in our, our past life memories. It exists in our genetic memories. And it's important if it calls to you to let it lift you up, let it lead you. So again, you can be of comfort and, and wisdom and grace to others. So let's see. I'm looking at my points here. And I talked about our attitudes and beliefs. And going back to how you're feeling about any transformation you're going through right now and or the collective transformation, what attitudes and beliefs are you viewing these things through? And there's that phrase, I'm, I'm full of cliches tonight, I'm so sorry, but they work, so I'm going to share them. But, you know, there's that phrase of looking at life through rose-colored glasses. And there's, you know, some cynics or pessimists would say, oh, they're just looking at life through rose-colored glasses. So that means everything looks really nice. You put on rose-colored glasses, it, it colors are, are bumped up, it looks soft and gorgeous and dreamy, and a sunset looks amazing. So you're kind of looking at it through a positive uh, lens. And again, the worst of that or the, the extreme of that would be spiritual bypassing. The ideal in that is to see uh, from a perspective of growth and positivity that good things can come from what's happening. And there's good reason for what's happening, even if you don't know what it is. Um, so the key is in your situation, and we're going to do a meditation at the end if you don't know the answer to this question, what are what is the highest and best you know purpose for what's going on and are you willing to let go of needing to know the highest and best purpose because there are times when we have to just trust that there is a higher power that there is a reason why all of this is happening the way that it is and we don't have to just chalk it up to human error because while there can be human error and that's i believe something that's used in, in religions a lot to speak of the atrocities in the world or, or the craziness of the world. Yes, it's error, for, for sure. There's an error there in terms of not connecting to the divine and having that guidance uh, come through. But what if there's also a reason for the drama? There's a reason for that breakup you're going through. There's a reason for the loss of your job. There's a reason for the dark night of the soul. There's a reason for the political unrest. There's a reason for the environmental unrest. There's, there's things that as a collective and as an individual that we can't learn unless we falter, 
you know, and unless we, we make a mess and learn to clean it up and then we learn, Oh, got to put that into my wisdom memory. Don't do that again in future lifetimes or don't do that again in this lifetime. And, and we're learning just like children. We're perpetual children, always learning <laughs> and always growing. And I like to think of it as evolution too, not just learning, but evolving, becoming a new being. You know, if you think about, we can't see, we are, are back in the day, you couldn't see Neanderthal and Cro-Magnon move into Homo sapien. We couldn't watch that happen in real time, but it happened. So we're evolving probably into a new species again. And some say there's already some out there. So, so the key is there's a bigger, grander plan. And while it's uncomfortable and weird for us now, there is a reason for it. And I'm not saying that's the only reason, but that's just an example <laughs> for, you know, eventually, hopefully having more of a wisdom-based consciousness on this planet. And I'm not sure how many generations that will take, but I have a vision of it. I have a belief that it will happen. And before that, though, we're going to make a lot of mistakes. So I've, I've learned to just sit with it, have fortitude, and also take care of myself. So that leads me to my next bit of, of talking points before I open the uh, lines to calls. And if we don't have any callers, we'll do a little Oracle card reading for the whole audience and a meditation. But I do want to talk about a little bit of homework that you can be doing if you are feeling um, overwhelmed in any way by the changes in the rebirth that you are going through. If you're having trouble feeling the fortitude and how do you know when you're feeling fortitude, you wake up and you feel awkward or you feel down and you go, all right, that's how I feel today. So what do I need to do to get through this day? And you also don't pressure yourself to do a lot of extra things. If you are tired, if you're ill, if you're um, depressed, comfort yourself, do things to take care of that because it's your emotions and your health speak to you about what your spirit needs. And if your spirit is not getting served through what's happening around you, you're going to have to do a better job clearing it, protecting it and, and, and filling it up if it's empty. And that's different for everybody. So make sure you're doing the work to shift your attitudes. That's the first bit of advice. Do that work to shift your attitudes. Listening to the show is one thing you can do. Um, you know, another thing you can do if you don't really know how to do it on your own, um, you can get spiritual coaching. I'm a spiritual coach here in Orlando. Again, I'm available all around the world through Zoom and anywhere by phone. So if it's outside the United States, I like to do video chat. If you're inside, I like to do phone. So, um, and you can come to my office in Winter Park if you're local. So I just met someone who found me on YouTube today uh, locally. So you may be out there and say, hey, I'm right down the street. So make sure that you reach out for that. And if you're not sure where else to go, I can also help you find who else might be able to serve you, whether it's a therapist, an herbalist, or or another energy worker that, that is just more suited to you. So there's that. And if you're feeling called to that kind of support, it's because your spirit's saying, I need help. Please, please get me the help that I'm asking you for. Because it's all about aligning your mind, your conscious thoughts with your spiritual needs. So another way to um, do this is therapy, you know, mental health counseling. And there should be no shame out there about it. It's very, very healthy and very good. And, and everyone needs it at some point or another. Not everyone gets it or is open to it. But the, the difference between coaching and therapy is you can excavate 
your subconscious patterns a little bit more. Um, if there's trauma in your past, or if there's there's stuff, there's he- your wounds, your healing wounds from from deeper traumas of the past, or you have patterns that are really tough to to change. If if coaching doesn't feel right, then it might be a therapist that helps you with that. And there's lots of modalities out there. So make sure you kind of shop around and work with people that you feel aligned to. If you like who you're working with, you're gonna feel a change and a shift. It's it's all about that energy exchange. So if you're working with someone who comes highly recommended and you don't like them, you're probably not going to experience a lot of shifts. So the key is, and we call that rapport. You have to have a good rapport with with whoever's helping you with your inner sanctum. So that's just really key. If you're in doing these things right now and nothing's moving, keep that in mind. Um, another thing to do is self-help. And that's practicing these shifts every day, whether it's reading a book about it keeping your mindset on it, um, doing learning, you know, getting certified in certain things, even if you're not going to be a practitioner, just to help yourself. There's lots of different modalities like EFT tapping, lots of different meditation techniques, um, Oracle card reading. I also teach that. Um, And so there's lots of things you can do to start living from your intuition more and getting out of your head. It's really all about getting out of your head. Some would say letting the thoughts drift away, letting your mind um, be quiet, becoming present. And even as I slow down my speaking, I feel better. But I couldn't do the whole podcast speaking this slowly. But I tell you, I do enjoy the silence in between the words. And that's another thing you can get really clear about while you're in this big slowdown. So I'm no longer calling it the great pause. I'm calling it the big slowdown um, in life because of of the virus situation. And then as everything else rages on around it, um, make sure that you are taking good care of yourself with these self-help practices. Um, Self-help practices, by the way, are different than spiritual practices. So I think both are useful. And spiritual practices are really practicing the release and not necessarily mindset shifting. You're not really focused on changing anything. You're simply focused on getting quiet. So finding the quietude in the first place so that the shifts can happen. And that can happen through meditation, journaling, channeling. If you're, if you're deep into trance meditation and you're already feeling your guides come to you, I have a lot of people ask me about that. Um, You know, you can actually write down what's coming to you. It's coming straight through from your higher self who's connected to these spiritual guides through your subconscious and coming out when you're in meditation so this now that's the time to to really mine your inner wisdom um and some people love to work with crystals and herbs i do that a little bit but i do more of the meditation side and um i used to do a lot of journaling not so much anymore so it changes again your practice will change as as you change and allow if if your spiritual practice or your self-help practice is not working anymore, maybe time to look for something different. Um, again, it's it's usually a mind game. Our minds are our filters, as I mentioned, and it's the attitudes and beliefs that create the filters of reality. And so when the filter gets smudgy or dirty or it's just you're used to it, the mind goes, uh, oh, well, there's nothing, you know, I can't change much now. I've, I've already done this, a, you know, a bajillion times. I've already, I've already seen this change. I've already practiced that shift. I've already practiced that modality. And it gets used to it. And so when the mind gets used to something, it starts to get complacent. And if you're feeling complacent about your spiritual work or anything that you're doing, just give it a jolt. Try something new. Um, 
and and kind of surprise your mind. And that will get through uh, it a lot better than trying the same thing. So the other thing I'd like to suggest that you practice at home is spiritual trust in something greater than yourself. And I bring this up a lot. I'm probably never going to stop bringing it up because while I do not attend church, I am not part of any religion and I'm fine with that. I struggled with that for a long time, being very spiritual and, and also, you know, very gifted in that spirituality. I was told by my guides, I'm basically a free agent and I'm out there to talk about connecting with the higher spirit and Holy Spirit in your own way and whatever you want to call it through whatever tradition that you are drawn to. So I studied a lot of different traditions, a lot of different religions. And I, you know, I found certain things that really resonated with me and I love that. And some people don't agree with that. But I think even beyond that, I know that religion for me is a story that that we all tell. So we've all got different experiences and different stories about how things were created and what God wants for us. And, you know, these meditations that we have and these insights that prophets would have. And so you have a lot of different stories going on in different areas of the world. And then within them, especially in Western religion, you have a lot of arguments about things. And so it splits off into different sectors. And the key is if you are connected to the higher power in your own way, and you have a personal relationship with the divine or source or great spirit or goddess or universe or whatever you want to call it, flying spaghetti monster, that's one, <laughs> whatever, you know, you know, and that may be a joke. I'm not really, I not really read up on my flying spaghetti monster literature, but, um, you know, really, I, I, I could even say, hey, maybe that's what it is. And it's just this stream of light that just flies everywhere and creates a web of reality. Sure. But the key is, I know that I don't really know. And that's the biggest, the biggest stopping point for most people when it comes to having faith and fortitude in times of trial, that your mind as a human is not created to understand it. We're very intelligent. We're very smart. And we only use a fraction of our intelligence, of course. We're still, again, that might be the evolution we're going through to wake up more parts of our brain and we stay the same physically. Who knows? But I will say we don't, even if our brain was at 100%, we don't, we're not wired to understand. It's like asking a single computer to understand the entire internet. It has to be connected to the internet in order to bring all this data into your reality. And, that, and we are the same way. That's what I love about that internet and GPS uh, analogy when it comes to being guided by our spirits and our intuition, because it's very much like that. You are the hardware and you have some software inside of you as well. But if you're not connected to the greater internet or the greater spirit, you're going to feel a little bit disconnected from everything else. You're going to feel like you're at a loss when things are changing. You're not going to have access to the updates and the, the maturity you could have if you allow yourself to surrender to that higher, that higher power that wants to help you and serve you. So that spiritual GPS is your intuition. And when you can't see the whole journey, if you imagine, I think just about everyone has used the, the GPS by now. <laughs> I, I was a late adopter, but I do now. I use it all the time. But I love it because it'll tell me, you know, you're going to turn in 200 feet. But I don't need to know the whole map. While I'd still like to look at it, I don't have to know it. I don't have to figure it out. I can just follow it. And the same thing is with your intuition. It says, turn here, go there, talk to that person, create this thing, offer this to people, um, take that job, apply for that job, you know, break up with that person or, you know, go live in that area, 
whatever it is, it might, you might not understand why it does when it does, why it says what it does when it does, but the key is to take the action. And then, then the understanding comes, then you can see the bigger picture and know why you had to take the long road or the short road. Maybe it's shorter than you thought it was going to be. So sometimes waiting in the discomfort, I think most times waiting in the discomfort of not knowing is the hardest part. And that's because of the stories we make up in our head about what is happening and what it means. And in a lot of coaching um, seminars, coaching programs, you will learn um, if you've taken them, you know already, if you if you are getting into that and that self-help field, um, there's what happens to you and there's the story you make up about it. And that's where we talk about consciousness. So consciousness is the story you make up about it. And a lot of people don't know that you have a choice to shift the story. And that's what the shamans of old used to do. And the storyteller shamans, that was what their medicine was. If someone was struggling with what had, what had happened or, or a limiting belief or even a, a spiritual belief or feeling haunted or feeling overwhelmed, they would say, all right, we need to change that story. Let me retell you in the story so that you feel empowered. And let me give you that power. Let me tell the story as you're the hero, not the victim. And, you know, different cultures would do that differently. But that's something that's a, a shamanic way that we've adopted now in kind of the coaching world to shift, to literally shift reality. And you can do that within yourself at any time. So, um, so think about that. Think about if you're feeling impatient or you're in a waiting room or things are just hard to manage right now, what could you do to make yourself more comfortable? Uh, is it reading an inspirational book, watching inspirational things, turning off the news or putting yourself on a diet. You need to stay aware these days, of course, but, you know, maybe just limiting it to the, the essential things and then making sure you move your body, get outside, get sunshine, get water, you know, stay hydrated, eat healthy whole foods. It's all a system that again is connected as within, so above, as within, so without. So, you know, another thing you can do is, is think about all the times that life turned out better than you thought it would. And of course, there are times that it didn't. But think about the difference is, you know, I would I would venture to guess when you let go and go with the flow of where your spirit is, is, is calling you, things work out pretty darn good. Or they surprise you. They have a way of surprising you. When you're not, you know, you're just letting go. You've, you've had intentions, but you finally let go of expecting results. And all of a sudden, boom, you get what you want. You meet that person that you fall in love with and you find your, your person in life. You, you know, you find the perfect job or you start the business and you go, oh, this is what all of this was leading towards. Or you suddenly your mental health improves or your physical health improves because you tried the thing your intuition told you to do. Or you had the hard conversation, you know, um, think about that. And then the times that didn't, you know, ask yourself, was I trying to force things in any way? Or was I giving in to someone else's force? And was I trying to make something work instead of going with the flow of change? And also that attitude of there is something beyond this. So be careful not to get in that doldrum of, oh, that, you know, this whatever blank is over. So I'll never be happy again, or this blank is over. I'll never meet that per a person again, or I'll never get the job that I want, or I'll never make enough money. You know, just think of the times and the tribulations you've already been through that you've, things have worked out. It's amazing. 
we forget about that when we're back in hard times, when we're back in grief. What what grief, new grief tends to do is hurl us back into the old grief or the old um, upset. It kind of all comes tumbling back. So make sure you don't get overwhelmed by that and keep your mind on the present. Um, so yeah, that's just some food for thought. So we do have a few minutes. I just talked your ear off today, but if you would like to call in, usually we don't have a lot of call in callers. So that's why I started to prepare a little bit longer talk, but if you would like to call, go ahead. I can, I can stop at any time and, and offer some insight to you, whether you want a, a quick reading. I have my Oracle cards here, um, on a question about what I've talked about or any insight. And if not, I'm just going to keep on going. I'm going to pull a few cards for the collective uh, listenership. And I know I have a lot of people that listen after the show is uploaded to the archives. I don't get a lot of live, which is okay, because I love the ones that are here. Thank you guys for coming today. Um, and Dominique would like to call in. Okay, great. So I'm going to stop my shuffle in just a moment. And we're going to let Dominique ask a question. Okay. Hello, Dominique. Are you there? Hey, Molly. Hey, good. how are you? Good, and you? Good, 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 good. All right, let me adjust my sound here. All right, so what is your question today? And would you like a reading or is it just more of a comment? Um, I would like a reading. Um, I see a lot of similarities in what you were saying um, about how um, when we go through grief, we go back to, oh, you know, a point of how we felt before. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that I have been going through when it, when it comes to um, the pandemic, how it has affected me, mm -hmm. um, you know, with my work financially <laughs> mm -hmm. and, you know, just trying to stay afloat. But regardless of everything, everything that's going on, you know, like I'm I'm still able to you know, have gas and food and, you know, like it's, it's still working out, even though it's not where I want it to be. It's still working out. Yes. Good, good. Well, let's do a quick reading for you. And that's good to hear. I'm really glad to hear that. And this unexpected blessings are very helpful in times like these. Yes. So first things first, I feel it is important to, to focus on that and to make sure you keep that high on your on your focus list that, you know, even though I've, I've lost a lot and things are, are not what I expect them to be this year, maybe I feel set back, um, that you are staying afloat and that you're provided for in some ways. Um, I do get the feeling of for you, uh, not just a job, but I feel like you had some other plans and some bigger things you wanted to start. And because I'm getting this image of the booster rockets, and I have shared this with a few other people recently. And you remember the space shuttle, the old space shuttle, not the new one. Mm -hmm. and it had the big orange booster rockets and it's like yeah. oh it's launch day you know they're gonna launch you know they're gonna blast off and you know whatever was going on in those booster rockets they had to fire up for a while before it blasted off so a lot of us that were going to launch new things or start new things this year it was a blast off year I was told very clearly it was but I'm getting that image of but the booster rockets are warming up so while you're in this kind of retrograde stuff, at least until the fall, we all are affected by that. We're going to feel mm -hmm. like we're walking in quicksand or mud. 
And, and just that's where we need that fortitude to say, okay, it's not going to happen as fast as I thought. Um, yes, this is going to be a little challenging, but if I can just harness in and say, this is the way it is right now and not fight it, um, you're going to be a lot better off. So I get the sorcerer for you. And this is my little, my little card for, um, I call him the, the teenager of the deck and the, the willful rebellious teenager. And he's also uh, representative of ego. So the ego that really felt that she had it all figured out in you is now turned upside down because what you thought was going to happen this year is, is just not possible. Or at least that's that's what a part another part of you believes, and so the reason for this is I'm getting the medicine wheel, and that's all about healing and releasing the past. So there seems to be some things that um, you need to shift in your identity and letting go of uh, certain ways that you presented yourself or certain ways that you were in the world. And it has to do with some negative self-talk, negative beliefs about yourself that kept you from following your passion. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, good. So that, you know, this kind of groundedness, or we feel like we're being grounded, like you were, you know, punished, punished, <laughs> like, oh, we're, we, you know, we can't do anything. Um, the gift in this for you is that release so that you can get in touch with your passion and set your intentions and stick with it so that you're not kind of tempted to go backwards into that old identity that wasn't really serving you anymore and kind of drawing in some negative, um, negative energies as well. I feel like it's, you've had to let go of some, whether it's friendships or relationships that just don't no longer, you just no longer connect with them. Yeah, um, that's actually something that happened just recently, like a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all part of the process. It's like, okay, well, what else am I shedding? What else am I shedding? And then there may come a time where you go, spirit, you're taking everything. <laughs> and that's when a lot of new, interesting things are going to start to blossom and bloom. So it's really, you know, another metaphor is when we garden, we have to till the soil in between crops. And so you're, you're in that stage of tilling the soil. So a lot of things get destroyed, but it's making the ground fertile for what's really very good for you in the, in 2021. And, and later in 2020, I feel like there's going to be an upswing uh, later in the year when the weather gets cooler and then on into 2021. So you're coming out of seeing through illusions and getting comfortable with uncertainty. So that must've been what what happened in, in the spring i can't believe we're already in summer and this stuff's still going on but it is um so back in the spring when the big shutdown happened um you were forced to really see through some illusions and maybe you were trying to keep them up and, and think oh everything's going to be fine and then all of a sudden nope it's not and you may have struggled to get comfortable with not knowing but you did um now you're moving forward into the the looking into the shadow so these these um, more negative uh, mindsets that you're feeling and, and that difficulty that you're feeling, it has to do with your inner child, not, not feeling like she has an outlet. So tell me about what you're doing to have any kind of fun these days. Have you been neglecting your, your fun factor? Um, I have. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it may be that you had different ways of having fun, before. So now it may be time to try get really creative and try new ways. 
So if it was, you know, getting together with friends, make sure you're doing the Zoom parties that everybody's doing. Um, mm -hmm. Make sure you have maybe some outside socially distant barbecues or whatever. Make sure you're, you're planning that kind of stuff. But also with you, I feel there's a creativity there that you can nurture at this time. So it may be solid, you know, doing solitary things that bring you fun. Um, but make sure that you're you're integrating that in new ways. If there's things that you're missing from the old life, that mm -hmm. okay, well, can I integrate some of that now? Do you have some ideas about that? Um, I mean, well, it was it was some things that I thought about doing, um, but just you know, financially, I wasn't able to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't think of anything creative, but I know, like, I have been having the urge to, like, want to do fun stuff, but, you know, everybody's social distancing, and mm -hmm. I've just been kind of, like, I got to keep going as far as work, um, you know, just to try to keep things going. Yes, and I feel that in those times that you have off because are you doing some work that you don't love right now and you just have to keep keep at it for for the hours or something like that yeah um mm -hmm. i i have a full-time job but then i also do real estate okay i see Almost. yeah so in in the time when you're not busy with work or at least schedule some time in because i'm feeling in your energy it's girlfriend time like really connecting with your friends and having some mm -hmm. fun and just talking but not just the negative talking but getting into where you're fun you're joking and maybe watching a funny movie or, or doing something that's more connective and i feel that you may need to get with another friend and ha make that happen okay so whether it's again you meet outside or you go on a walk together or something where it's within the guidelines and it's safe mm -hmm. Um, it could be a Zoom party, a Zoom happy hour, I'm, you know, whatever. Um, but just making sure you get some of that connection, because I do feel that in your spirit, very much feeling alone and missing that that support. Because even if it's just a fun, lighthearted conversation, it can fill your spirit, and you just feel yeah. like you, oh, I can, I'm, I have buoyancy, I can get through the next few days. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be that deep, right? Right. Yeah, I have two friends like that that I talk to, like on a regular basis and you know we laugh and joke about stuff but you know it's not the same as being out <laughs> yes yeah. yes definitely yeah it's it's definitely asking you to grow up faster than you wanted to and kind of get serious because I feel like you were and and the other thing is to remember that it will come back in some way shape or form so as you're like feeling this imagine you're even though you're not sick, like, you know, when you were sick in school and you had to stay home and watch movies and just entertain yourself at home and it would get so boring. I feel like really nurturing that part of you that that feels like it's disconnected from your social life um, and looking at ways that you felt as a child when that would happen. If you felt if I don't know if your parents would go to work and you felt alone, but you didn't have that support or you were just, it was fun for a day and then it got old. It's like, that's the energy I feel. And that's something we're all, a lot of us are, are going through right now. So again, you're also feeling the collective boredom and strain of all that. So I do see in your environment, it's important to call your spirit back home, 
um, from any relationships or any uh, identities that you no longer are connected to or are temporarily disconnected from and get more in touch with that intuition uh, because you are doubting your connection to the higher power right now, which is leading you into this kind of ghost dance with your shadows, which brings a little depression. And the antidote is going to be prayer, uh, spiritual discovery, spiritual practice. Um, you know, if you like crystals, go buy yourself some crystals, like take a course or, or, or read, read something interesting and, and make sure that you're fortifying that part of yourself because she definitely needs an outlet. Um, and your hopes and fears are personal power and being able to trust yourself. And I do feel with work, that's the other gift right now. You are feeling like I got to, I got to buckle down with work and keep going because right now is ideal and it's going to be uh, worth it to connect with work and, and, and make more money now. So when things get going, you have, you have more foundation and you also have more experience because I can feel some changes coming for you once, once the world gets moving a little bit more again. In, in whatever way it does, it's going to be different. But for you, there's going to be new opportunities. Um, but what is to be done is keep, um, keep studying manifestation and the law of attraction and in a more serious way. It's not, again, it's not just love and light and the secret and it's super easy. It's really about as long as your energy is in alignment and you're feeling in acceptance, what you're asking for is more likely to come to you. When you're in resistance and you're fighting what is, then you're more likely to create more of that emotion. Um, so whatever it is with, with family or, or transcending your, your generational line or he, doing generational healing, I feel like some of that is going on. But make sure that you still know and continue to imagine yourself in the ideal state. If you're trying to, say, do better than your family or or, or take care of your family better than you were before, it's still possible. But right now, it's just, it looks impossible. But it's important to believe. That's what I'm getting as your action card is to believe. And finally, you've got the rattle and the beloved, which is all about being used as a spiritual tool and staying connected to the divine in your own way. So do you have a spiritual practice or do you talk to, let's call it God, just for simplicity's sake? Yeah, I do. I pray, um, you know, definitely like for strength and, you know, to continue to have faith, to remove people out of my life, you know, that doesn't serve a good purpose. You know, I, yeah. I tend to, you know, pray about that a lot. Good. In that's fact, good. Because that's going to be what, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying. And also, you know, just for guidance, you know, just to, you know, lead me in the direction mm -hmm. I need to go in. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you're, it is coming. It's just, it's just slow and coming because everything is, is kind of slow right now. When the world's working at its normal pace or its old normal pace, like decisions get made in an instant, things are moving, things are changing and being created so fast. There's just not a lot um, that we can even predict. But now, now we have this big slowdown and the gift is getting really good and connected to that and trusting it. Because I feel that when you're called to make a move, you will. You will say yes to the big opportunities that are coming. And you're, you are going to be fine, but it's just about continuing the faith. Because if you imagine yourself older, you imagine yourself 40, 50 years from now. And imagine if you get through this with fortitude, there's not going to be a lot more that happens that shakes you and rattles you. So this is your training zone to have that fortitude and that spiritual maturity to handle anything. Okay. Okay. 
All right, my dear. So we are out of time and I do want to run through the meditation. So I'm going to sign off, but I thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Dominique. Bye. Okay. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoyed listening in on that, that, that reading, I'm sure some of it, if not a lot of it applies to a lot of you out there who are on the wisdom path who are feeling a little lost in all of this. So just make sure you you listen to the wisdom that, that calls to you. Listen to yourself. Make sure you're mending your relationship with the divine because that is going to be your, again, the, the satellite that's connected to your GPS that shows you where to go. And there's a plan for all of us. I do believe that. And the key is to be comfortable with the, the silence in between the noise. And that's what we're experiencing now in the great big slowdown. But then there's a lot of noise outside too. So be careful. Don't listen to too much of that. Just know that things will change and shift and, um, and we'll see it through. The pendulum always swings. So um, before we go, we're going to run a little over. I'm sure um, nobody minds. So we're just going to go ahead. And if you need to sign off, I understand. Otherwise, we're going to start our meditation for this week. All right. Now, as you listen to the music coming in through your headphones or through the speakers, find a comfortable spot to sit or to lie down. And if you're driving, of course, stay awake, stay alert, and just allow the calming energy of this meditation to transform you. If you're not driving, close your eyes and take a nice deep breath becoming present to your inner world and the peace that resides within you. Notice the sounds around you in the room, the sound of my voice, the sound of the music. Notice sensations in your body, the air on your skin, the weight of your body wherever you're sitting or laying down. And now start to notice visions coming through your third eye. You may also notice light behind your eyelids and perhaps even visions coming in already. Now, allowing those visions to take shape, imagine yourself inside a womb-like space comfortable chamber surrounding your body it is dark and warm 
and there's plenty of room to relax. You know you are safe in this dark, comfortable, womb-like space. Now notice any tension that remains in your mind, your heart, or your body, and just send relaxation there. Feel it entering you through this warm, comfortable, womb-like space. Feel the love of the mother energy surrounding you. The love of Mother Earth, of Mother Universe, of Mother Life. Ask her now, what do I need to know for the highest and best of all concerned when it comes to the changes I am going through? What is the purpose of this transformation? Allow the answers to come in words, pictures, or feelings. Feeling clearer as the moments pass. Feeling relieved of your need to know everything. Feeling calm and patient in this womb-like space. Enjoy this feeling for a few more moments, allowing any new messages to come, feeling at peace, feeling whole. And bring this peaceful state with you now as you follow the sound of my voice as I count from one to three. One, feeling calm and aware. Two, completely trusting the process. And three, when you're ready, open your eyes and come back to your physical space. All right. 
Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Empowered Wisdom Hour. For those who don't know me, and again, this has been Molly McCartney. I'm a spiritual life coach, intuitive medium, and energy therapist based in Orlando, Florida. My mission is to help empower your wisdom and spiritual gifts so you can find peace no matter what you are dealing with. I do this through private readings and coaching sessions in person and by phone all around the world, so you can check out my website at mollymccartney.com. I would love to work with you if you feel drawn to my offerings, so please sign up for a free wisdom discovery call on my website booking page if you have any questions on how to get started. Also, don't forget to sign up for updates on the podcast page of the website to get direct invitations to join the live stream uh, from now on. You can follow me on Instagram at Empower Your Wisdom and Facebook Molly McCartney for regular posts and updates. Also, if you enjoyed this show, I invite you to become a patron with a weekly pledge, sorry, a monthly pledge of as little as $5 per month. Visit my Podbean homepage and click the link on the upper right hand side or right there on your cell phone to keep the wisdom flowing. Every little bit helps as this is my full time love and mission to help and serve the spirit in you. For now, may you sail well and be at peace until next time we meet. Talk to you soon. That'll be on the 29th. So make sure you sign up for the 29th. Take care till then. Bye.